Welcome to Casting Hope, a sermon podcast of Hope Presbyterian Church in Columbus, Ohio. My name is Joe Hack, lead pastor at Hope, and we are so glad you're listening in wherever you are. In this moment of social distancing, we hope that our audio and streaming resources meet you where you are at and help you stay connected to God and to His promises. So, good morning to all of you. Yeah, and again, Happy New Year, Happy Epiphany, Happy Jubilee Sunday, I'm glad you're here. I know this is a little different from what we normally do, but I'm glad you're joining us. Uh, who remembers what we've been celebrating since, like, about Thanksgiving? Anybody remember what, what we call that season? Advent. Does anybody remember what Advent means? It means a lot of different things. Yeah, waiting for God, waiting for Jesus, waiting. In fact, Advent usually means the arrival of a really important person. And Jesus is the most important person, right? And part of how we celebrate Advent is we sometimes use wreaths. Anybody have one of these in your house? You do? What usually goes in these holders? Candles. So each candle represents a different Sunday in Advent. So on the first Sunday, especially in Hope Kids, anybody remember? Anybody remember what we talked about? Probably not, but I'm curious if anybody does. You know, Hank? Yeah, so the first Sunday we talked about prophets. The prophets were just people who who talked about how Jesus was going to come, right? And they told good news about Jesus, uh, even in the midst of Israel going through some really hard, difficult, bad things. And then the next week, we learned about how an angel came to Mary and Joseph and told them that Jesus was going to be the one those prophets were coming, that were, were telling them about, right? And then the third Sunday, we get a different color. It's kind of weird, huh? We go from purple to this rose pink color. And on that day, we're actually, we're actually celebrating the fact that Jesus really did come. He wasn't just foretold by the prophets. He wasn't just promised by angels, but he really came. And then he was visited by who? Who visited Jesus right away? Do you remember? Shepherds, right. And so we're celebrating that on that and then, last, and then the last week before Christmas, who did we talk about? You remember too? The three kings, that's actually what we're going to talk about today. On this Sunday, we talk about the dedication of Jesus. It's kind of a big, weird word that just means that Jesus was set aside for holy things in the temple. And then last Sunday, what did we celebrate? I think we all remember what we did last Sunday. Christmas, right? Jesus comes, joy to the world, all that stuff. But then we come to this Sunday, and we sometimes wonder what we're supposed to do with ourselves. It's called Epiphany Sunday. Now that's a really tough word, huh? Can anybody say Epiphany? Epiphany. Does anybody know what Epiphany means? You think you know what I'm Yeah, that's when we celebrate the three kings. And Epiphany actually means appearing. It's an appearance of something. Suddenly, something that we couldn't see, we can see. And as I mentioned earlier in the service, when Jesus came, he didn't just come for one specific people, the Jews, he came for the whole world. He expanded the kingdom. And so that's kind of what we're celebrating today. And that's what these candles 
represent. What you might also do throughout the Christmas season is set up what's called a nativity. Got little characters like these. What is that? Does anybody know what that is? Yeah? It's one of the kings, huh? Yeah, what might be another name for, for these kings? Does anybody know? Wise men, or maybe maybe uh, magi. Yeah. So magi is the word that the Bible uses to describe them. So today's story is going to be about that. But before that, I want to ask you, do you know what makes a gift good? Like, who's received a good gift, maybe even this year? Jude, tell me, tell me something about a gift you got this year. A really fun video game. Okay. Okay. So there's a family connection there? I got this cool robot toy. Yeah. And they can tell stories and they can hear something. So a cool toy that does all kinds of cool things. Was that something you really wanted? Um, no, I just got it. You just got it, but you really like it now. Was that something you wanted, Jude? Yeah. Who else had something they really wanted? Like, any time in their life, not just this Christmas. Yeah, I think almost all of us have experienced that, where we get something we really want. So, what do you think makes that gift good? Hugging it? Mm. Well, I'll, tell, I'll explain it by telling you about a story. Every year, I give my mom the same gift. I give her other gifts. But this is one of them. Does anybody know what this is? Macaroni cheese. Macaroni cheese, a.k.a. Velveeta, a.k.a. not really cheese. And, and every year, I give her a box. There's no cheese in it when I give it to her. It's just an empty Velveeta box. And, you know, you can do all kinds of things. You can make other things out of it. You can store stuff in it, like note cards or pens or recipes. Uh, you can put the cheese or not cheese back into it. Um, there's all kinds of things you can do with Velveeta box. But why do you think my, what do you think my mom thinks of me giving up this box over there? Do you think she likes it? Yeah. Conventional wisdom would tell you she doesn't like it. But she loves it. And I've been giving it to her for years. And do you know why I keep giving her the same exact gift? It's because she wants me to keep giving her the same exact gift. She loves it. And it is one way that I know that this is a good gift because uh, it shows that I know that she loves it. And, and it shows that I know her. And when we receive a good gift like a cool video game or a cool robot or something like that, it shows that we're known by the person giving us the gift. So it's actually an act of love to give and to receive good gifts. So today's story is a little bit about that. So a long time ago, God promised to send a king to save his people from their enemies. The people waited a long, long time, but the time had finally come. Do you know who that king was? Jesus, Jesus right? And as we learned, Jesus wasn't born in a palace. He didn't have a crown placed on his head while he was a baby in his, in his uh, crib. Did he even have a crib? No, he was born and he was placed into a manger. But God displayed this bright sign to announce that Jesus was the king. You guys know what that bright sign was? A star. A star. Who's, who's been camping before? I have. Yeah? What do you do when it's dark outside and you're camping? Sleep. Sleep. Definitely sleep. 
definitely see. But let's say we've got to find something. What do you use? Do you know what you use? A tent. A tent. That's where you'd sleep in. What would you use if you wanted to see? A light. A flashlight. A light that guides your way. But also, if other people are looking around and they see you, they'll see this light and they'll know, hey, that's, that's Calvin, that's, that's Wes, that's whomever is holding the flashlight. So God's the way and it, and it shows other people where to find you. And it was the same thing with this star, right? So some scholars believe that, they, that this sign, um, that the way that these people, who were they called? The kings or the magi? But some people believe that because Daniel had prophesied many years ago, that they were able to, to scope out these stars and find Jesus. And so they traveled hundreds and hundreds of miles to get to Jesus. And what, do you think Jesus was still a baby when they got to him? Yeah, he was a kid. He was a kid. He was probably only a couple years old. So he was still really small. But sometimes we think he was still a little infant. Yeah. Here's the third thing, if you were curious. Also, do you think there were three kings? Yeah. Yeah? No. What makes you think there were three kings? Right. Because there were three gifts. So we actually don't know how many magi there were. But, but do we know what gifts they brought on their long travel to find Jesus? Gold, myrrh, and frankincense. Gold, myrrh, and frankincense. We've got a lot of good answers, and I know a lot of you out there know them too. Why do you think gold, frankincense, and myrrh might have been a good gift for Jesus? Would you want that gift? If mom and dad just gave you a lump of gold, some rocks of frankincense and myrrh, do you think that would be a good gift for you? Yeah, I would like the gold. You think you'd like the gold? I don't know if I'd even like the gold, but, you know, I don't know what I'd use it for. But, but why do you think it was a good gift for Jesus? Because he's a king. Because he's a king. And those are gifts you give to kings. So gold, what, what can gold be used to make? A crown for a king, right? And who knows what frankincense is used for? That's a really tough one. I'll just tell you, frankincense is used in worship, especially in, in the time when Jesus came. And then myrrh is a really fancy perfume. It smells real good. I would have brought some, but it's so expensive. I couldn't, I couldn't get any. That's, that's how great of a gift it is. Um, and so when you bring a gift for a king, you've got to give him any gifts. So then... As the wise men continued on this star to find Jesus, before they even brought these gifts to him, does anybody know where they stopped? Wrong? Herod's palace. Who was Herod? Anybody know who Herod was? You know Calvin? He was a king, or kind of a king. He was a ruler, but he wasn't related to David at all. He wasn't the real king, because who was the real king? Jesus is the real king. Right, and so they stopped at him to say, hey, where's this king who's come? Do you think Herod was happy about that? No, Herod was pretty upset because he thought he was the king. He didn't understand who Jesus really was, not the way that we understand how important Jesus was. So he, he tried to deceive the wise men and tell them to, to tell him where Jesus was so he could hurt Jesus. But luckily, God had a different plan, and he told these magi, these wise men, yeah, not not to show up. So, what do you think happened next after they stopped at Herod's palace? What's the final stop? Um, they go, oh. 
Oh. The manger. The manger. Yeah. Might not have been a manger anymore, right? Might, might have been an actual crib at this point. Because remember, he was a couple years old. But, but the nice story is that, is that they found him and they worshipped him. Because Jesus wasn't just a king. Who else was Jesus? Yeah, Jesus is God, right? He's, the, he's God the Son, the second person of the Trinity. Which means he's, he deserves worship. He's a king and he's God. But at the same time, Jesus made things really different, didn't he? Because Jesus was born in, in a humble way. You know what it means to be humble? It means to, it means to be lowly. It means, it means to not think of yourself as more important than other people. And Jesus, Jesus came to the world to serve people. And he encourages us as his followers to do the same thing. So we can keep reading the Bible story and we can keep learning about the kind of king Jesus is. Um, he's a really good king. And he died on the cross for our sins. You know, earlier we confessed our sins, the ways that we fail to love God or others. But the good news is that Jesus grew up and he sacrificed himself in such a way that we can be forgiven and we can be in a, life, a, a good relationship with him and with God. So that was a good gift that he gave to us. What do you think is a good way that we can give a gift back to Jesus for that? What do you think he deserves in return? What do you think they love? And how do we love him, do you think? Rohan, you want to take a stab? Worship. Worship. Worship is the gift that we give back to Jesus. And when we worship him, like we're doing right now, we're showing Jesus that we love him and that we want to know him better. And he also gives us all the things that we need, and he gives us the forgiveness that we need. So that's the good news. And just as God gives us good gifts and shows us that he loves us, we, through our worship, can show that we love him too. So would you take a quick minute to pray with me um, to thank Jesus for this great gift? Dear God, uh, we, we thank you uh, for, for showing us in, in your word and scripture the story of the wise men of these magi who came, um, these Gentiles who weren't part of God's people, but knew just how important, how amazing you were, Jesus. Uh, even, even as a baby, even as a two-year-old toddler, Lord, you, you just, um, you just revealed yourself to the world. We're all just so grateful for that. We pray that you would continue to transform our lives, to transform the lives of these children, that we would continue to see just how real you are, Jesus how great you are, and what a wonderful gift it is that you came. And we pray that you would transform our hearts so that we would want to give the gift back to you, Lord, to worship you, um, because you truly are good, and Jesus is the best gift we could ever receive. We pray all these things in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. For more information about our church and for more resources like this, visit our website at hopechurchcolumbus.org.